Hello and welcome to my show, The Real Life, Real Talk Podcast, and I am your host, William Carr, with another poetic moment. I will begin with a poem by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, born February the 27th, 1807, died March 24, 1882. The poem is entitled, The Children's Hour. Between the dark and the daylight, when the light is beginning to lower, comes a pause in the day's occupation that is known as the children's hour. I hear in the chamber above me the patter of little feet, the sound of a door that is opened, and voices soft and sweet. From my study I see in the lamplight descending the broad hall stair, grave Alice and Lavin Allegra and Edith with golden hair. A whisper, then a silence. Yet I know by their merry eyes, they are plotting and planning together to take me by surprise. A southern rush from the stairway, a southern raid from the hall. By three doors left unguarded, they enter my castle wall. They climb up into my turret, or the arms and back of my chair. If I try to escape, they surround me. They seem to be everywhere. They almost devour me with kisses. Their arms about me entwine. Till I think of the Bishop of Benjamin in the his mouse tower on the Rhine. Do you think, O oh blue-eyed bandetta, because you have scaled the wall? Such an old mustache as I am is not a match for you all. I have you fast in my fortress, and will not let you depart, but put you down in the dungeon in the round tower of my heart. And there I will keep you forever, yes, forever and a day, till the walls shall crumble to ruin and molder and dust away. The next poem is by Mary Howitt, born March 12, 1799, died January 30. 1888. The poem is entitled, The Spider and the Fly, and it is a fable. Will you walk into my parlor, said the spider to the fly. Tis the prettiest little parlor that ever you did spy. The way into my parlor is up a winding stair, and I have many pretty things to show you when you are there. Oh no, no, said the little fly. To ask me is in vain, for who goes up your winding stair can ne'er come down again. I'm sure you must be weary, dear, with soaring up so high. Will you rest upon my little bed, said the spider to the fly? There are pretty curtains drawn around, the sheets are fine and thin, and if you would like to rest a while, I'll snugly tuck you in. Oh no, no, said the little fly. For I've often heard it said that never, never wake again who sleep upon your bed. Said the cunning spider to the fly, Dear friend, what shall I do to prove the warm affection I've always felt for you? I have within my pantry good store of all that's nice. I'm sure you're very welcome. Will you please take a slice? Oh, no. No, said the little fly. Kind sir, that cannot be. I've heard what's in your pantry, and I do not want to see. 
Sweet creature, said the spider, you are witty and you are wise. How handsome are your gauzy wings. How brilliant are your eyes. I have a looking glass upon my polished shelf. If you'll step in one moment, dear, you'll see behind yourself. I thank you, gentle sir, he said, for what you are pleased to say. And bidding you good morning now, I'll call another day. The spider turned him around about and went into his den, for well he knew the city fly would soon be back again. So he wove this subtle web in a little corner sly and set his table ready to dine upon the fly. Then he came out to his door again and merely did sing, Come hither, hither, pretty fly, with the pearl and silver wing. Your robes are green and purple. There's a crest upon your head. Your eyes are like diamond bright, but mine are dull and lead. Alas, how very soon this silly little fly, hearing his wily, fluttering words, came slowly flickering by. With buzzing wings she hung aloft, then nearer and nearer drew, thinking only of her brilliant eyes and green and purple hue, thinking only of her crested head. Poor foolish thing, at last, up jumped the cunning spider, and fiercely held her fast. He dragged her up his winding stairs into his dismal den, within his hollow, but she never came out again. And now, dear little children, who made this story read to idle, silly, flattering words, I pray you never give heed unto an evil counselor's close heart and hear an eye, and take a lesson from this tale of the spider and the fly. This poem is by Edward R. Seal, born April 29, 1841, died February 27, 1887. It is entitled The Fool's Prayer. The royal feast was done, the king sought some new sport to banish care, and to his jester cried, So fool, kneel now, and make for us a prayer. The jester doffed his cap and bells, and stood the mocking court before. They could not see the bitter smile behind the painted grin he wore. He bowed his head and bent his knee upon the monarch's silken stool. His pleading voice arose, O Lord, be merciful to me, a fool. No pity, Lord, can change the heart from red with wrong to white as wool. The rod must heal the sin, but Lord, be merciful to me, a fool. Tis not by guilt the onward sweep of truth and the right, O Lord, we stay. Tis by our follies that so long we hold the earth from heaven away. These clumsy feet still in mire go crushing blossoms without end. These hard, well-meaning pants we thrust among the heartstrings of a friend. The ill-timed truth we must have kept. Who knows how sharp it pierced and stung? The word we have not sense to say. Who knows how grandly it had rung? Our faults no tenderness should ask. The chastening stripes must cleanse them all. But for our blunders, oh, in shame, 
before the eyes of heaven we fall. Earth bears no balsam for mistakes. Men crown the knave and scourge the tool that then his will. But thou, O Lord, be merciful to me, a fool. The room was hushed, and silent rose the king and sought his garden's cool, and walked apart and murmured low, Be merciful to me, a fool. This will end our show today, and we will return with another poetic moment. Remember now to keep it real. <laughs>